Scott Penfold hanging in the green room. Are we rolling right now? Yeah, we are, yeah. Oh, awesome. Hey, so, what's going on, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> Great to have you here, man. Uh, yeah, thank you. We, we've been longtime uh, uh, buddies, and we met back in the day at, at uh, Y108 in Hamilton. But uh, beyond the radio game, we're both in the online sphere. Uh, I, of course, with the podcast here, and you have Loaded Radio. Yes. LoadedRadio.com, and uh, I believe, didn't uh, Microsoft rate it the number one metal site in the world? Uh, not site, uh, online radio station. On, number one online radio station. For, for, for metal, we were, we made it to number one. We've been since kicked off the number one spot. <gasps> no. But we were number one. We made, it, we made it there. I think we're trying to get back there. But oh, uh, no. it's as big, this hair metal, uh, I think, stream out of Kentucky or something. Is, uh-huh. I think knocked us off our plateau. But I think we're going to, yeah, we're, we're, we're doing very well. Don't worry, man. You know what? <laughs> we're doing really well. Bill Gates doesn't know metal anyways. I don't yeah, trust his opinion yeah, on exactly. metal. So it's... I heard he was really into Maiden. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Loaded Radio is uh, now your main focus. You've been spending a lot of time in Vegas. You've been interviewing like a lot of like a lot of like a yeah. lot of big names in the metal world down in Vegas, eh? Well, down yeah, down in Vegas, but even up here in Toronto as well, where we are right now. Yeah. Um, just uh, because uh, I think Loaded Radio back when it was strictly just an FM show on uh, the the uh, station we used to work at. Yeah. Well, I, what you said? Why went away? Why went away? Yeah, and then eventually growing into this online presence. 24 hours a day, seven days a week with mm. got its own programs in there. Like uh, if you're like the really heavy black stuff like that, we have the black mass on Sundays, you know, mass Sundays. Of course, I see. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Rudy, you know, my good friend, Johnny mm-hmm. is somebody I've also scoped that I want to get on a podcast. He's never in Toronto though. Like he's always no. in Vegas. He's pretty much constantly in Vegas. Now he's, he's married and he's living down there doing really well for himself too. He's uh, really busy with, Things for Loaded Radio. Uh, but he as well does a show called Loaded Radio Rewind. That's about three times a week where he's all like hair, hair metal and like uh, glam rock and stuff. So, you just, uh, uh, so you also have a Loaded Radio podcast and you just uh, did a new yes. interview. Who was that? Yeah, we just, uh, rather, I just interviewed uh, Jesse Leach, lead singer from Kill Switch Engage. So, and, yeah, you get a lot of high profile metal interviews, right? Like that's, well, that's one thing the show has always prided itself on and it's, it's loaded essentially because it's it started off as an hour show like I said which just got loaded with so much content we had like great interviews we wanted to get on it there. overflowed into the web yeah exactly and uh, we wanted to get the, the new music out there before anyone else did when it came to like the heavy stuff like we like the aggressive stuff like be it hard rock through to you know death metal and like yeah. heavy, heavy stuff uh, so we really try and encapsulate that genre with the stream with the different shows and uh, with the podcast as well by bringing the big name interviews like we just had 6am we just uh, like I said Jesse Leach from Kill Switch Engage we've had uh, uh Randy Blythe and Lamb of God on there. Yeah. We've had uh, KK Downing from Judas Priest was on there. Lizzie Hale from Hailstorm. A lot of people. And it's really, uh, I think the cool thing about it is that we really want to talk to the people that you want to hear from. I mean, and, and there's nothing against, you know, uh, your buddy Bob who's got a cool metal band going in a garage somewhere and they're going to go somewhere someday maybe. Then that's awesome, man, because we want to have a certain place for those guys too. But when it comes to to that, I mean, let's bring out the people that uh, that you, you want to hear about, like what's going yeah. on with these bands. So that's yeah. what we try and, try and bring to people. So the reason we brought Scotty into the green room today, uh, we're going to be kind of doing a two-part sort of uh, podcast series, if you will, yes. on, on why 108 the radio station in Hamilton, Ontario, mm-hmm. from 2011 to 2013 mm-hmm. was where there was a group of us that we all worked together uh, that we, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. We all miss each other. We all miss working together. There was some kind of magic in the hallways that we'd never felt before uh, working at a radio station before. Uh, we all like basically the same music. 
Um, so this is a uh, part one where we're start talking with Scotty because we used to do the crossover, yes. which was uh, <laughs> Scotty would be wrapping up his show, and then yes, I'd be because I was on uh, for for those who, who maybe don't know the, the radio lingo. Yeah. I used to do the midday show, yeah. which was from nine thirty a.m. until two p.m. And then Chris would come in and do what's called afternoon drive, where he would come in at two o'clock and work until six. So at about one fifty every day, Chris would come in the studio while I was wrapping up my show essentially, and we would do what was called the crossover, yeah. where we would both talk on the air. And tease what I had coming up on the show. Yeah. And that became actually a big joke between the two of us. It would be, hey, what's coming up on the show? Because yeah. we would say something completely <laughs> outrageous or dirty or whatever. Yeah. And then it would be a long pause. And so what's coming up on the show? What's coming up on the show there, Chris? <laughs> yeah. And, and some of these, and I'm actually just amazed because last, last time I was here, you were playing back a bunch of them. I'm amazed that we got what we actually got away with yeah. doing these things, man. Like, are you going to play some here today? Have you yeah. Got- Let's find one right now. To okay. uh, kick off this uh, kind of reunion tour. Yeah, the, the self-indulgent reunion with Scott and Big Chris right here <laughs> on the Green Room Podcast. You sent me a text yesterday asking me a particular question. I don't need to repeat what it was. No. I replied. And, and that was it. And that was it, yeah. Yeah. And because and, 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 because that was the point. And then, you know, arrangements were Settled. Made. Exactly. Yeah. Now, uh, when it comes to, I find, the female persuasion... It's uh, it's more of a, there's no real point to it. It's like a stream yeah. of consciousness that happens all day and all night long. Yeah. Like, this is what I'm up to right now. And then you feel obligated to, like, respond to it, right? Like, right. Because it's rude not to respond. Well, I don't understand what I'm supposed to do here. Well, was there a particular incident that's causing you to bring this up today? Yes, yes. Okay, what happened? Okay, I was at home last night, and uh, there was a certain individual of the female persuasion yeah. texting me. Yeah. And I was at home having a relaxing evening. I had some tunes on, a couple of records on. I was reading a book. Yeah. And, you know, I received about five text messages describing how her work day was going or work evening because she works shift work okay and uh then i of course i'm trying to read a book so every time the phone beeps i'm putting the book down to look at the text message and respond <laughs> right so eventually i said you know what? i'm just not going to respond this is ruining my book reading experience i'm going to just put the phone down <laughs> well eventually there was about five or six texts that went by and i and then the last text was with a question mark yes well you backed me into a corner with a question that's mark. right if you don't reply you're going to get a question because they want to make sure is he still there yeah <laughs> exactly so then I responded to that so then it was like I read half a page and then bloop and yeah. okay <laughs> another half a page bloop it beeps again and I'm just like oh no it drives you nuts right so I put the book down and I said you know what I'm done with this book thing I can't read with all these beeping and texting going on and I decide to watch uh, the season 2 finale of Game of Thrones right well wouldn't you know another text comes in bloop Hey, uh, my friend said that uh, the season finale of Game of Thrones is awesome. Uh, have you seen it yet? Question mark. Got to reply to that. Yes, I'm watching it right now. I respond. Is it good? It would be better if I didn't have to respond to your texts. And you know what? And if you don't text him back, you got. Well, I remember when you used to text me all the time. You know, and they guilt see, you and stuff. See, I never, I never, I haven't set any precedent, and I'm right. drawing the line here because I don't want there to be a precedent. And then all of a sudden, what's wrong? You're not responding to my text. Yes, you know, what? I just don't respond to texts. Guys are different. But you know what I did? I turned my phone off. Don't that gets them really angry? Yeah, I noticed this morning <laughs> when you got on the show today, dude. So there's a couple of things to take out of that clip. Yeah. 
First of all, <laughs> the girl that uh, I was dating at the time, I ended up breaking up with her I because because she she texted me too much. Like that was the reason I ended up breaking up with her. I remember when you broke up with her because and of that. Yeah. How long ago was that? Because I'm talking about reading books and complaining about text messages. Because now yeah. nobody reads books and everybody texts likes that in conversational form. I remember the day that we did that crossover, and I remember you being in the studio with me, and and you that crossover actually came from an actual conversation, which a lot of most of our crossovers obviously did, about. You were just t- saying that off there, like, dude, she keeps texting me. I'm like, we're going on the air with this. Yeah. And th- that's how most of the crossovers happen. I think that was great. Yeah, I remember that day. And again, that was the camaraderie that we had, which was which was yeah. behind the scenes at the radio station at the time. Uh, the other thing to take out of it, too, was we were talking about texting about a certain question. <laughs> we, can, oh, we can talk about that now. <laughs> yeah, we can talk about that now. <laughs> the question, fair. of course, is always, yeah. do you want to get, get, get high? Are you yeah. Are you interested in getting high? <laughs> I was under the distinct impression that you wanted to get high. <laughs> okay, I guess we can really just open the floodgates on this. We can't. This what, is this yeah. is a behind the scenes of what happened in those years. Okay, in those years at Y went away, it was essentially just a bunch of stoners working together and being on air on a radio station twenty four hours a day. So other radio stations a week. Other radio stations nicknamed us High One Hundred Eight. High One Hundred Eight. We were the only radio station that I've ever heard of to have their own brand of marijuana seeds. Yeah. that you could purchase in Hamilton called Y One Hundred Eight. Can you believe that? This is true. This yeah, is true. This is 100% true. They really did. And really, a lot of this stemmed from the morning show. I'm not put, taking this away from our participation, <laughs> yeah, but the morning show featured Kerry Gray. We would love to take credit. But yes, it, but no. Yeah. It will fall upon the shoulders of one Kerry Gray. You know what I mean? Who did the morning show? Uh, part of the Ben and Kerry morning show. He was the ringmaster of the stoners at our radio station. And I believe there was even a, uh, a hierarchy of like, there was a top five stoners in the building. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And I believe he, well, he was obviously number one. Oh dude. He, he, uh, but there was always yeah. a flux. There was always like jockeying for position in the top five, you know, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> but I think the on-air staff at the time we were all top five because it was, oh, yeah. a, it was a time that I, I, you know, I'll sit here and I'll tell you, it was some of the greatest, uh, greatest memories I've ever had in my life accumulated there but i've never been more high in my entire life oh i I don't remember much of it man i'm just so stoned all the time and at any given time and oh god i hope no management ever listens to this but at any given time there was probably a thousand dollars of weed floating around that radio station (laughs) in various people's jacket pockets or in the people's cards glove boxes or god forbid their desk drawer i know man i mean we and the cool thing is is that we had another station down the hall which was uh at the time it was like uh, a classic hits oldie station Station. They were and, all stoners too. And we, where do you think we were getting our pot from? It was from those <laughs> dudes, man. These guys in their fifties and sixties. They're selling to the young kids. You know how much you yeah. need today. You know, and, and, and we always have our <laughs> secret places where you stash it. Okay, you leave the money underneath the keyboard. Okay, and you come back in five minutes, and you know, and you go back, and there's your bag of pot. You know, yeah. it was just, it was a great. It was weird. <laughs> there was also the saying, and you mentioned Carrie Gray, and the, the reason that we are all kind of banding together too is we miss Carrie, and we've been worried about him lately, and it's kind of rallied the truth on this end um but he uh he had a loft yeah that, that uh a lot of uh a lot of marijuana was smoked in at times he had a loft and, in uh i guess it would have been sort of downtown hamilton near the bay bay uh, and barton bay and barton yeah. sort of area and it was uh it was th- this great loft it was a great size and we all spent a lot of time there yeah 
Um, yeah. well, he played a lot of vinyl. He called it Loft FM. Yes. And so it was like the show after our show yeah. that we would do the FM show on Y108, and then we would go and spin a sesh yes, over right. at, at the Loft. You know, oh, it was the, the post show, and everyone had yeah. a day part that they would have to fill That's right. on Loft FM. That's correct. We and all had our own handles. We which, had our own names for, for Loft FM. We'll, yeah. we'll hang on to those for the moment. Let's wait till, till the Ben show. I think, exactly. Like I say, this is a two-part, so we are yeah. going to actually be hitting the road and heading to Hamilton in, a, in about an hour's time, yeah. and uh, we're going to uh, do an episode uh, from the Y108 studios. Uh, because one of our gang still works there. Yes, that's right. <laughs> it's going to be good to be there again, man. It's it's been a while for us, so it'll be nice to walk in that those, that building again. Yeah, you know, spend five years there. So. We've been referring to it today, at least, Scotty, as the uh, as the LGH gang, the LGH crew, the crew in the his. Buddy. It's a secret thing. It turned into a, a greeting and a goodbye. It, it was did. like aloha. <laughs> It really was. Where we would meet up in the hallways and we'd say, hey, buddy, let's get high. And let's then we'd, we'd like <laughs> fist bump. And then we would discuss whatever business. Hey, can you uh, get those TPS reports in? And uh, yeah, don't forget to- uh, Oh, I got this new bit. You got to come here. This don't way. forget to hit F2 on selector. <laughs> That's right. And uh, okay, all right. Yeah, good. Okay, let's get high. Let's and get then high. fist bump and then go about your business. <laughs> Hello, goodbye. Let's get high. Let's get high. It was so common that for, I think it was about two years that on the crossover I did with the morning show, I would always finish it with a, let's get high. I would at the end of every- <laughs> And yeah. I got away with it for about two years until our program director at the time said, okay, dude, you got to stop doing that. Did he say something you know? like, I know what you're doing. I know what you're saying. <laughs> it's yeah, no. <laughs> But if we would do it. We had to the point where even Shauna, who doesn't even get high, she'd be saying it. Let's get high. You know what I mean? But that's what we would do in the morning yeah. show. And then you would come on, you know, and it was just, it was, it was a really good thing, man. Because you'd be there in the morning at like 9 a.m. You weren't on the air till 2. I had this uh, obsessive need to be there all the time. So did I, though. I loved being there. It was a clubhouse. We we called it the clubhouse, yeah. you know, and, and yeah. even though I was not on the air till two in the afternoon, I would find myself there at eight in the morning, even yeah. before the morning show had wrapped up because I was so excited for that day mm. just to see what the morning show was up to, yeah. to see you, mm-hmm. to hang out with the gang. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was, it was a weird life, a weird period of time in our lives, uh, in the background, however, mm-hmm. you know, like <laughs> <laughs> of course, yes. uh, outside of work, uh, you know, like I remember I lived in the tree house. And you remember you there was, there was, I lived above a bar down the, down the street from you. Yeah. I, I was like directly above a bar. You lived a block away and you were in, I, I think, and I'm not kidding you. The when, smallest apartment yeah, of all time. This studio apartment had to be the size of, a, I've seen bigger closets, dude. I mean, this room, it's about the size of this room here. But this, it was so tiny. And at the time you were like twice the size you are yeah. now. So yeah. I don't know how you did it, but we spent a lot of time in that did, little yeah. tiny room. Scott even yeah. slept over one night. I like, did. He had to crash on my couch. And, and, <laughs> it was uh, my birthday, I think. Yeah, it was your birthday. I made yeah. you bacon and eggs in the morning. That's it's, right, you did. It was the most intimate experience we've <laughs> ever shared. <laughs> but You know what? But the thing is, when we want to smoke pot, want to do the bong, we would have to go into Chris's bathroom, right. close the door. Because, because it was yeah. this weird apartment where the windows were giant, like warehouse type windows, but yeah. they only had a little tiny... Uh, uh, opening at the top, mm-hmm. which I wasn't tall enough to get to. That's right. So we had to go into the bathroom and use what we affectionately called the blowhole. The blowhole. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Create an airlock by closing <laughs> the door of the bathroom yeah. and then ripping a bong and blowing it out this tiny little window. It was like a foot by foot. One That's foot what by it was, yeah. yeah. And uh, so people would be walking down the street in the middle of the day and they'd see these big bellows of smoke coming out of this little window, man. And it looked like, you know, when your dryer's on and yeah. the side of the house, that's pretty much what it looked like, but a hell of a lot more smoke. And it was just... Uh, and how did I end up in the treehouse? Well, <laughs> there yeah, was a night 
And we well, before, actually, before, okay, you set up how the place was in Carrick. Set, 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 well, set, Carrick set, set, Avenue was the yeah. first place that I lived in Hamilton, and mm-hmm. I lived there for about maybe five, six months. Um, anyways, there was a crossover that Scotty and I did that kind of describes, and we'll do a follow up on the crossover as to exactly oh, how it happened. You're gonna play that, okay? Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna play a crossover here that kind of alludes to how I ended up in the treehouse. Uh, let me just find it here. Though. I went and uh, I went over to the BK Mansion last night. Uh, big Christmas place. My house, yeah. yeah. And uh, we, uh, what did we do? I guess we just hung out and listened to music. Listen to some tunes. Yeah. Yeah. Put a dent in a 40. <laughs> <laughs> uh, buddy, I, I have never seen you consume the way you consumed uh, yesterday. That was quite Really? A, yeah, it was quite a task. It's great when you don't have to be on the air until 2 p.m. Yeah, I know. I know what the funny thing is, is like I had to be on the air at 9.30. You're on it. You're on it too. You're the guy that woke me up this morning. I'm lying on his couch. And I was it. up brushing my teeth like, all right, let's yeah. go. Hey, let's go. And chip, you know, rise and shine. You know, and I'm like, <laughs> what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's just like one of those mornings, man. Totally. I want McDonald's breakfast, he says. I was like, all right. Yeah, I know. I was pushing for it. I was like, come on, man. I need those burritos. <laughs> great night though, buddy. What do you, what are, you, uh, what are you saying today? What do you got going on? I got lots on the show this afternoon. Um, things that sound dirty coming up. Yeah. We had a, a suggestion last week that we do a things that sound dirty in curling. And then this week is the Scotty's Tournaments of Hearts uh, going on with women's curling. So things that sound dirty in women's curling. Scotty's Tournament of Hearts. Yeah. Sounds like a weekend for me. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> I'm kidding. All right. Beat me to it. Uh, there's a special lady having a birthday. If you've been to my blog today at y108.ca, you'll know uh, Jerry Ryan. Oh, yeah. Turns 44 today. And she is uh, a great looking 44 year old. She, like, captured the hearts of every geek on the planet when she was on Star Trek. Oh, completely. Seven of nine yeah, from com- Star Trek. Completely yeah. masturbatory. You know, I actually met her once when I was used to really? work. Yeah, I worked, used to work at a hotel in Toronto. And this is way before I got into radio. And this is, uh, I guess, when the show was at its peak and she stayed there with us. And she's actually one of the nicest, coolest people ever. That's what I hear. So hot. Though, That's what man. I hear. Like, just destruction hot. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's like, you're too hot. I can't deal she's with so you. She's so hot, you can't stare directly at her. Like, no. You need, like, an eclipse watching tool. Exactly. You know, like, yeah. if you go, you stare directly at her, you'll go blind kind of thing. Yeah, she's one of those people that. It's so hot, it's uncomfortable to be around them. It's like, okay, I just can't stop looking at you. You know, I think that's what she's like. Anyway, she's 44 today. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm out of here. I'll talk to you again tomorrow morning after Ben and Carrie. Hang out with Big Chris for a while. Here's Queen. You're my best friend on Why. <laughs> All right, I'm out of here. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. So that night that we made a dent in a 40, I got evicted. Oh, no, I didn't, I didn't get evicted. You got spoken to. I got, well, the upstairs neighbor was maybe a little upset because we had music cranked very loud until very late at night, and we were rowdy, and we were smoking weed inside the house. We were drinking rum is what we were doing, man. We were pounding a 40 of Appleton rum. Yeah, we went a little nuts. <laughs> I think we, did we, did we polish it off? Did we kill it? No, no. There was a little bit left in the bottom, like a quarter of it left. Like maybe a quarter, just yeah. enough to cover the bottom. And uh, and, I, and like I was saying, I had to be on the air the next day. I remember yeah. that morning just being in agony. I don't know how you know? I did it, man. It was, oh. Somehow I was brushing my teeth right. I was up and ready to go that day. Yeah, I mean, we say we got high a lot in Hamilton, but our livers took a pounding too. Yes, yes, they did. <laughs> you know, big drinking. Yeah, time. well, there was a reason why uh, when I moved out of that place. Yeah. Um, uh, I, now, the reason I moved out was because uh, basically he told me I, he didn't want me smoking, smoking pot on the property. Yeah. <laughs> well, it wasn't just inside the house. <laughs> on the property. He said, uh, well, if you could just do it in the backyard. And I was like, okay, that's, that's a fair enough request. Mm. Okay. All right. In the yard. And then he phoned me back to 15 minutes later and he was like, eh, I'd rather you not at all. <laughs> 
It's like, well, you realize that I do this, right? So I guess I'm going to leave. And that's kind of how it went down. <laughs> so, yeah. So I ended up in the treehouse. Which, which again, blow- was so small. With the blowhole. And it, yeah. was, it wasn't even a, it was, wasn't even a, like it had a, a bunk bed inside a tiny room is really all it that's was. That's all it was. I think, I think if I had been yeah. smart, I wanted, to, I should have filmed it and, and pitched it as a reality show to the TLC network, like yeah. Fat Man Little Apartment. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> It was, dude, it was so, I don't, and again, I'm still sitting here scratching my head. I don't know how you were able to live in such a confined, small, I mean, I thought Toronto bachelor apartments were small. This thing was like, I'm telling you, honestly, the kitchen area of a very, very small bachelor in Toronto might be a bit bigger than the place Chris had. It was so tiny, man. Uh, I, uh, uh, $545 a month. That's well, that's why <laughs> you can get a lot of weed with all that extra money, that, all that extra cash flow, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of, a lot of things that you could get with that cash flow. Absolutely. <laughs> a lot of Atlantic subs too. Atlantic subs. And thank God for that, because I'll tell you right now, when you're working radio, you do, you really don't make that much money for a no. long time, man. And, uh, when you're, when you're starving, I tell you those Atlantic subs for three bucks, you get getting assorted. They come in really darn handy. And ramen noodles, get to know them, embrace them, because you're going to be living off them. I, you know? I uh, often theorize that Atlantic subs had to have been a front. There's yeah. no way that they could sell those two ninety nine special subs, which are chock full of meat in the bun. Like it, they're two, excellent subs. Two ninety nine does not make up that amount of food. You can't buy that at the grocery store. It doesn't. It doesn't add up. Oh, I don't understand the overhead on the subs. No, it yeah. must have been. It was a front for something. Yeah, sure. was, yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should have tried to see if we could get weed from them. We never <laughs> really tried that. Right. We never asked them, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get to you know pickles, red pepper, black ash, and uh, maybe a quarter of green olives as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. You never know. But hey, you know what? The place had awesome subs though. Yep. Just to just to really say, I, I yep. love Atlantic subs. They're yeah, so yeah. so good. Yeah. Uh, Hamilton. The Green Room Podcast is powered by 420 Kingston and 420 Session Lounge and Micro Shop. We say LGH was our let's get high, let's let's uh, yeah, and it's cool because all these years later, like even on social media, we're we'll sort of just like it's almost like how a graffiti artist will tag something, yeah, we'll tag each other's Facebooks with LGH, (laughs) you know, like Chris will put a picture of him and his girlfriend, hey, me and the girlfriend downtown, you know, see my first Jays game, and I'll go in there, LGH, yeah, (laughs) in the comment section, you know, and that's what we do, and it's an understood thing, and it's cool. Lisa will, uh, you know, she all of a sudden Scott Penfold comments on this photo, and she's like, oh. There's another LGH from Scotty. <laughs> but the problem is everyone listens to this podcast. Now they're going to start putting LGH on our walls. That's fine. That's okay. They can, they can be in on it from now on. That's okay. All right. LGH is like a graffiti tag on Facebook now for like, hey, let's get high, buddy. Hey, Big Chris, heard your podcast. That's a great buddy. By the way, LGH. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's get high. Before we uh, wrap things up and head down the highway to Hamilton, uh, one last thing that Scotty obsessed over during our crossovers. Yeah. And, and I'm sure there were some people who were like, why is he continuously saying brung, bung, 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 bung on the air? What does it even mean? Brung, bung, 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 bung. There was a Jamaican rapper named Jalife who recorded a song for me called, uh, anyway, uh, and Scotty, and he goes brung, bung, 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 bung. You, you got to tell the whole story about how you left the the, uh, the resort when you shouldn't have and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So I was at a uh, Jamaican resort and there was a carload of Jamaicans who wanted me to go with them to a recording studio because they heard I was a radio guy and they wanted to cut a demo for me to play on my radio station. And I tried to explain to them that we're 
more of a classic rock station or, you know, like they didn't quite get that part, but they didn't care. They just wanted me to go with them. So I, I hummed and hawed over it. But finally, yes, I did get into a car. We drove 45 minutes away from the resort down the highway. 45 minutes. Okay, going off the resort by itself is a little sketchy. 45 minutes away from it. In a car. Buddy. <laughs> and we went to a Jamaican recording studio. They were true to their words, yeah. honest gentlemen. Mm-hmm. And we went and checked it out. Uh, the only thing that I found uh, slightly alarming was that there was a chop shop next door. Well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> there was a car being disassembled yes, sir. Uh, uh, next door as w- with a lot of sparks flying everywhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that was it. Uh, and, and they cut this uh, song for me. And uh, Jalife, thank you so much. Because even all these years later, that was 2009. All yeah. these years later, we still have much entertainment and we play it as often as possible. <laughs> we do. We greet each other that way as well. Yes. That's what well, when Chris was living in the, in the, the, the little tree house there, yeah. uh, when the, the blowhole would be open because he'd be smoking pot, like we talked about earlier, <laughs> with the, and he'd be blowing smoke out of it. And I would walk by and just go, bong, 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 bong. And I know he'd hear me. And then he'd come down and get me and let me in because, you know, we got to get let into the building. So many backstage inside jokes <laughs> that have been revealed here today. And I. Yeah. I am cringing almost at the idea of what's going to happen in our next podcast. With Ben, yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking for myself, um, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff that, like I said, that I don't remember that I will be um, forced to remember with Ben McVie when he That's gets true, on. Like, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, dude. It was a very hazy time. <laughs> very hazy. But it was fun, though. It was really fun. So what are we going to go out on? The uh, We're going to play the song? Yeah. All right. Let's leave. We'll leave this. You got to hear this. It's such a great song. We'll leave this uh, as we hit the highway. Enjoy this episode two with Ben coming up next. Well, in come the musical thing called your life alongside Big Chris. I'm going to say we're not tech now, Big This. FM 96. Turn up the fire. Turn up the fire. Big Chris, sure. Turn up the fire. So the guy them love the boy. Big Chris makes she cry. She say, ay, 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 yeah. Turn up the fire. The girl them love the boy. Big Chris makes she cry. She say, ay, 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 Hey, make the fire blaze. Look how the girl them sexy. I want to do some sound no your guess. Girl could have slim like Nikki, fat like Miss Kitty. Pretty like Miss World, we not show no pity. Me go to Canada, go link my girl Vicky. She a cry, I tell me, say she see me with Nikki. Big Chris, them man a pretty Ricky So no girl can't tell them feel like it Turn up the fire The girl them love the boy Big Chris makes she cry She say ay 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 Turn up the fire The girl them love the boy Big Chris makes she cry She say ay 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 Girl, for your man, now it's sticky when him can't manage it But uh, we have the mix FM 96 Girl, your skin could have clean Big Chris now lick you like ice cream Carry on, never told you No, like Egyptian, me hold you Change position, turn over, so me roll you Big Chris, chop on a carrot coat Turn up the fire The girl, them love the boy Big Chris makes she cry She say, ay, 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 Yeah, turn up the fire Girl, them love the boy FM 96, every afternoon I take Big Chris for no cartoon Turn up the fire Girl, them love the boy Big Chris makes she cry Canada Girl, them love the boy Yeah Bang, 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 bang Your life again Representing for Big Chris FM 96, yeah Turn up the fire The girl, them love the boy 
Big Chris makes she cry. Yeah. She say, ay, 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 Jamaican style, yeah, Japanese style, yeah, Kenyan style, Toronto, and Montreal style, don't knock the fire, yeah, them love the boy, Big Chris makes she cry, she say, ay, 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 FM 96. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network.